0: Welcome to Allendale Market Talk. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. We have a big week this week, Mike. We have a USDA report uh, that will be coming out uh, today, actually the, on the uh, uh, the 31st. Here we're going to get prospective plantings. We're going to get quarterly grain stocks, and then it's also the end of the quarter. And we've got a shortened week because of the holiday. So let's uh, let's get into the to the reports and kind of see where this thing takes us start with the acreage report what's your what's your thoughts going into this acreage report
1: as of right now the acreage report is seemingly have a lot of people agree that we're going to be looking at large corn acres larger than last year being acres and just looking at a lot of ground being planted so looking at that side of things you got the corn ranging anywhere from I think it's 92.4 up to uh, 94.5 or something along the lines. The decimals may be off. Uh, And beans anywhere from, I want to say, 86 to 90. So a nice large room for uh, movement there. But as of right now, it seems like everyone is well expecting a lot of acres.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I doubt that there's going to be as many uh, people that are thinking bigger bean acres than corn acres it's we've had that in the past where we've had these these price fluctuations and people have gotten to the point of thinking well the way that the prices are looking at the corn bean ratio we should see more bean acres uh i just don't think that's the case at this point you know when you think about the corn bean ratio it may say uh that you should plant more beans but we know just by conversations with farmers they're not set up to just make those changes that willy-nilly also they don't like to get away from that uh, that rotation that they're in and let's face it corn corn is one of those one of those crops here in the midwest that is king that's that's the one that's gonna that everybody's gonna go to it's a lot easier to move from a a 200 or 230 bushel crop uh down you know five or ten bushels than it is when you go from uh f- say a 50 or a 60 bushel crop or a 60 down to a 50 bushel crop uh, when it comes to soybeans that just you're going to be able to out produce on your uh on your corn side of things
1: yeah it's a crop that everyone loves to play with or plant and with how everyone already puts into getting their input costs and their seed and locking it in well ahead of time to still be thinking that maybe this last second that they're gonna be changing some acres is uh, most likely not gonna happen. Maybe some very minor fringe acres, but not enough to make a huge substantial difference uh, and could be very well something that leads to potentially more beans next year. And it's right. looking at all these input costs for corn as high as they are, and a very good potential for us to fix our bullish story with a nice oversupply of uh, new crop that could potentially be coming in for the new year.
0: Right, and then the other uh, the ro- other report that we've got is the quarterly grain stocks. Now, as as we've explained before, this is a measure of the actual pile as of March first. This is uh, how how many uh bushels of corn and beans we have left and wheat uh, that we have left uh not the measure of where we think w- that pile will be at the end of the marketing year which is the uh what the end of May for uh, for wheat and the uh, the end of August for uh corn and beans so what uh, what are we looking for on that mike well as of right now you got
1: a pretty especially compared to what the prospective plannings are saying you got a pretty tight knit uh, idea of what we should be expecting for grain stocks. But if there is something that can really get this trade moving it's a adjustment to one of the previous periods whether it be last year, whether it be one of the last quarters and getting a surprise adjustment out of the USDA which could very well be a potential bullish story. We've had corn hovering up here for as long as we've had and seems at this point that we are continuing to have a premium on this and this report could give us a reason of why we've kept the premium on it and why there's a more bullish tone to this market. Um, but I'd say right now that should be the more interesting report is what do they have to say for stocks, especially after the last, what, 15, 20 reports that we've had these huge uh, changes on that we were not expecting out of
0: the USDA. Mm-hmm. Well, and and the other thing to think about here is that, typically when it comes to wheat or beans these numbers are pretty well known it's the corn and uh, specifically like feed and residual where things can get a little bit uh, a little bit dicey and that's where you know you've seen you talk about these surprises that we've seen sometimes 100 million bushels or 300 million bushels that uh, we see these swings on and that uh, that can change a market uh, pretty quickly i mean if we get to the point where where we see 300 mush, uh, 300 million bushels lower than expected this bullish market is going to get some fire underneath it again and you know you could take this uh, this old crop and go easily back up to those highs and maybe even even above that um, whereas you don't have that uh, necessarily in the in the beans or the wheat that corn uh, is the big wild card and we've seen it go the other way too where those those bushels are two to 300 million higher than expected. So it uh, it does, it does hurt us too. You know, we've seen that, uh, I think uh, back in 2019 was the last time we saw a major re- uh, reduction or a major increase that uh, really put, uh, put the screws to us as we went into into planting season. Yeah. And with the beans,
1: I mean, the story is already so bullish with how tight everything is. So you've seen funds really become pretty sidelined really for the bean market. You've seen open interest that's just kind of settled in here and waiting for a period that you can see people more wanting to jump in on this market, as opposed to corn, funds have built a pretty large position. So if we don't see something that's a bullish surprise or something to say that we Need to be more bullish from here that's like you said it could have more to the top side but it could also easily flip the other side where we overdo it to the downside just from i need to get out of my position and we have a large
0: fun position long right now for corn mm-hmm. yeah we're uh We're within striking distance of that uh, of that record long uh, position there. Um, The other thing to uh, to think about and the other uh, we kind of touched on this real quick was, you know, we're coming into the end of a quarter. uh, So and and today uh, or Tuesday was the uh, the cutoff for commitment of traders. So, um, you know, as we finished out Tuesday, we saw. Uh, Read pretty well across the screen. Down uh, over 20 cents in the uh, in the soybeans. Down you know seven to to nine cents in in the corn. Fifteen ten to fifteen in the in the wheat. Um, How much uh, how much do you think that what we saw uh, to close out Tuesday uh, is some of that either pre-report positioning or squaring of the books going into the end of a quarter.
1: A lot of it has seemed to be more so I want to push, especially for the bean side of things, I want to push my bullish bets out. I want to get this out to July and hold a long position because you're not seeing any huge open interest across the board change, but you are seeing equal movements out of the May into the July. And with that low volume, with that low open interest that we just talked about, being a long position saying, you know what, I need to sell my contract in the front month by the next month, and when i do look to sell that there's no one on the other side really to buy it especially when you get to these large positions and seeing a potential move lower just based on that fact is not uh overly surprising at this point uh with just the lack of interest in this market, in this bean market at least
0: mm-hmm. well it does seem like the the you know obviously the volume has has uh, ground down to uh, to very minimal levels uh, for the last couple of weeks, and maybe even since that last USDA report, the last USDA report uh, three weeks ago. Um, can we read into anything uh, with that? I mean, obviously, uh, open interest has uh, has backed off a little bit in the corn and the beans. Um, the uh, the volume has ticked has ticked down a little bit. Uh, you know, the we are seeing still. Range-bound trading for the most part. It looks like the, maybe the beans have broken out, uh, and uh, possibly we're looking at that head and shoulders top that we had uh, we had talked about uh, previously. What uh, what do you read into uh, some of these numbers that we're seeing when it comes to the actual um, the actual engagement with the market? As right now with the beans,
1: it seems like there's just at this point we're at a level where everyone's questioning why are we not running higher with the Carry out, we're looking at, and just based on that, very well could be watching this market leak back a dollar, dollar 50, whatever it may be when it's all said and done. Um, just for the fact of we need to find a level that the general market is willing to engage this market or engage the uh, bean trade. And in 14s, historically, has not been the best place to jump in. So seeing this back off to some of these more recent levels, maybe 1340, maybe 13 bucks, wherever it may lie in the front months, um, where we have seen people willing to step in front of this market it is not out of the thought process to re-engage a more bullish tone to the overall market feel. But for the corn side of things, we're range bound and we're really starting to question after several reports of still showing about a 1.5 carryout. Have we overdone it? Are we continuing to overdo it? And is it about time to call it quits? Which right. seems to be the biggest thought process here going into uh, that grain stocks report.
0: Right. And then as we close out the week, we do have a holiday. You have the Good Friday holiday. So ag markets will be closed uh, on Friday. Um, we will open, reopen on uh, Sunday night. Uh, and as we go into uh, to next week and we start to look ahead we have yet another USDA report uh, a week from uh, from this friday on april 9th we get our monthly wasdi report so um you know we we're talking about the ending stocks and tight stocks uh, for for corn and and soybeans and will we see maybe that demand number for for export demand uh increase on the uh, on the corn side of things as everybody kind of thinks that it should um, this report on, uh, on Wednesday here, this uh, quarterly grain stocks report should give us a good indication of what we're going to see when it comes to, uh, to, uh, to corn, uh, ending stocks on that April 9th report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having an idea about where we're at midway through
1: the marketing year should help us gauge that story. Have we shipped enough out? Have we used enough domestically? And are we on the right path of thinking so just a lot of a lot of confirmation seems to be the idea of this report with really just the next april report being a throwaway until we get to that may report when we get a little better idea of what's going on with the new crop yield situation and what the USDA is going to be starting off with
0: sure and as i as i as we're sitting here talking about this i also forgot that uh monday uh april 5th will be our first conditions and plantings report or conditions report at least for winter wheat, so we'll get, to, uh, get get an idea of what the condition this uh, this wheat is in as it comes out of dormancy. Uh, we may get our first uh, planting report for uh, for corn this week uh, or on on Monday. Uh, most likely, it'll be pushed back to the uh, to the following Monday so that we can uh, we can get a better idea of where we're at. Uh, usually, two to four percent is about the first uh, first time that we'll get an update from that. But uh, if things remain dry in some of these uh, some of these areas you know we can get out uh, and and get uh, get going in some of these southern areas pretty quick mhm yeah definitely a lot of uh, quick movement and then
1: we always get to play with the idea of uh planting the dust in the uh bus. so something definitely to keep an eye on as we go into the planting season how fast this is able to take place are we able to really get a good movement in and after that, mm-hmm what is our longer term forecast gonna continue to look like as we get into later part of May with the potential for weather, as everyone's been questioning the dryness possibility that uh, we've been really hinting at as a overall trade since last uh, August with beans. So definitely a few things to be watching pretty intensely over the next couple months. If you guys have any questions for us here, At Allendale Market Talk, please give us a call, 800-262-7538. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung and Greg McBride signing off. You guys have a great one.